Stories, fables, ghostly tales. Welcome listeners, it's a lovely Friday. Today I have for you The Scoop, an old-time radio episode released on December the 8th, 1942, right from the past straight to your ears. Originally I had something a little different planned today, but I'm going to save that for next week, whilst my source material gets a bit more developed. Now, what happens when the place you've been working at so long, and I mean for ages, lets you go? In fact, you've been there all your life. It's part of you. What if you even offered to work there for free? Yes, that's how much you loved your work. And then, of course, something happens. And, goodness, if you ever thought you had a bad boss, well, Mr. Bridge seems to have no soul, but does have a firm grasp of the financials at least. (laughs) You'll find out what I mean. Now I better stop before I ruin the story. Also, a little heads up. I did my utmost to clean this story up, so apologies in advance if some of the audio clips dip out. Just at the beginning, that is. It isn't that I've deleted it, but rather, the audio doesn't exist. For example, there is a line at the beginning where the man says, Maybe your radio has stopped working. And the gentleman replies, Maybe it's worn out. It fades a little. Their mic just didn't capture it. Goes to show how difficult it would have been recording back then. And how tough it would be to do a retake. But there's some fantastic moments in the episode that is clearly captured. And I focused on bringing that out for you. Either way, I hope you enjoy this episode of Lights Out, The Scoop, and have a fantastic weekend. And as always, till next time. Ionized Yeast presents Lights Out. Everybody. is later than you think. Lights Out brings you stories of the supernatural and the supernormal, dramatizing the fantasies and the mysteries of the unknown. We tell you this frankly, so if you wish to avoid the excitement and tension of these imaginative plays, we urge you Calmly, but sincerely, to turn off your radio now. My name, Arch Obler. Tonight, another exciting Lights Out story for all of you who like to thrill and chill to tales of the unusual. Tonight's story happened because uh, one rainy night I found myself stranded near an old New England graveyard. But first, Frank Martin for just a few seconds. Everybody. Daily Express. City editor, one moment. Daily Express. Want ad department, one moment, please. There you are. Daily Express. Sport department, whom do you wish to speak to? One moment, please. Daily Express. One moment, I'll connect you. 
morning, Mr. Roberts. Good morning, Jim. Kind of late today, aren't you, Mr. Roberts? First time in 40 years. Can't understand what happened to my alarm clock. Well, maybe it wore out. Worn out. Maybe that's right. Just worn out. Now, hold up a minute, will you, Mr. Roberts? I want to talk to you. I'm, I'm late, Carter, but what can I... It's add? about that money, Mr. Roberts. I was wondering if you'd wait to say... Of save course, my boy, of course. How is she? Oh, I'm doing fine. Mr. Roberts, I want you to know how much Jean and I appreciate All you. right, all right. We're all human beings together, aren't we? Some folks are. I'm late. Got your heart. See you later. Thanks again, Mr. Roberts. Oh. Sam. Sam Roberts. Uh, yes, Harry. Have you heard the news? No. It's so late, didn't even look at the case. Why, it's only two minutes after. Two minutes after is two minutes late, Harry. Sam Roberts, you're the... Oh, well. Listen, have you heard about Bridge? He's here. Uh, eh? Bridge. Mr. Bridge, the new publisher. Oh, oh, him. Well, that's nice. He's taking things over. Sam, you're not in the least bit interested in the fact that there's a new man on top, are you? Well, I've been here so long, and and you've come and gone. But aren't you afraid of... Well, finish it, Harry. Afraid of what? Oh, forget it. That column of yours is all that matters, huh, Sam? Well, I've been doing it quite a number of years. You know, just this morning, I was thinking... Thinking how fortunate a man I am. For 40 years, things have happened. Wars, peace conferences, depressions, and prosperity. And in all that time, Robert, I... Mr. Roberts. Someone paging us, isn't hey? uh, Mr. Roberts, you want it upstairs, right away. Upstairs, Jim? Me? He said come up right away. New boss, Mr. Bridge. Mr. Bridge? Yeah, right away. He's the boss. That's not so good, Sam. Uh, what, what did you say? Oh, nothing. Nothing at all. You'd better get up there. Sure, sure. Too bad I was late today. Maybe he's been waiting for me. Now take the side step, Sam. Get up there faster. Yeah, that's right. Uh, thanks, Harry. Thanks. Good luck, Sam. Luck? Why should I need luck? Funny about that alarm clock. <sighs> yes? Oh, I, I've never seen... Oh, you're, you're new here, aren't you? Aren't you, Miss? I'm Miss Ronson, Mr. Bridges' new secretary. What is it, please? I'm Sam Roberts. Column on the editorial page. Oh, yes. Mr. Bridge was expecting you. If you'll wait a moment. Uh, yes. Yes? Mr. Roberts is here, Mr. Bridge. All right, send him in. Hello. Yes, sir. Very well. You can go in now. Yes. So I heard. All right, Roberts, come in. Yes, sir. Well, come in. Come in. Uh, yes, sir. Sit there. I'm pleased to meet you, Mr. Bridge. Hmm. Sit down. Uh, thank you. You know, Mr. Bridge, I think you're going to like publishing the Daily Express. What I mean to say is, on this paper, you'll find a group of men who work together, who actually think that the newspaper is part of their lives, who actually... Just a moment, Mr. Roberts. I'm a busy man. I could understand that. I didn't ask you up here to hear about the esprit de corps of this organization. It's been my personal experience that the average man does what he's paid for. No more, no less. Oh, now don't say that, Mr. Bridge. Now, you take Charlie down at number one minute, that. Why, there's a man... Mr. Who... Roberts. I'm, I'm sorry. I know you're busy, but I thought maybe you'd like to know that. I've seen the balance sheet. I know all I want to know about this publication. The Daily Express earned 23% less in the six months of this fiscal year than it did in a similar period in any year in its history. Well, I, I don't know much about that. But after all, things haven't been going too well in any place. You can't blame the men. The men of an organization make money. The men of an organization lose money. And I assure you, Mr. Roberts, that during the next six months, this newspaper will make money. Well, that's fine. 
I'm sure for... Will you keep quiet? That's what you want. Mr. Roberts, there comes a time in every man's life when he ceases to be an asset to the organization which hires him. Might as well be frank and tell you that that time has come in your career. What did you say, Mr. Bridge? In plain English, what I said was that you're getting just a little too old for this organization. Old? In other words, I'm giving you two weeks' notice. Sorry, Mr. Roberts, but that's the way things are. Good day, sir. You you mean fired? The cashier will have your check. Good day. But, but my column... I'm a busy man, Mr. Roberts. But my column... I'm replacing that tomorrow with a syndicated column. Big name Broadway stuff. That's what the public wants. Mr. Bridge, you don't understand. Thousands of people, they, they write me for 40 years. I've if been... you've been doing it for 40 years, that's long enough. Good day, Mr. But Roberts. Mr. Bridge, listen, where, where should I go? Ever since I was 16, this is my work. I, I don't know. Must I have you shown up, Mr. Roberts? No, no, no. I don't want to anger you, but, but my column. 40 years, I tell Will you. Will you? It isn't the money. I, I'll work for nothing. If yes, you... I'll work for nothing. Now, look here, Roberts. If Didn't you, think... you hear me, Mr. Bridge? Uh, for nothing. Just let me be here. Get out of here. No, no. Listen to me. Just a minute. Mr. I have no time. Get out. But my 40 years here, since I was a boy. You've been paid for every day. Then I don't want any more pay. Just let me stay. My work. A man can't live without his work. Get out. Get out. Miss Ronson. No, no, no. I, I, I'll go. I'll go. But before I go, just another word. Well, who wants me to go? The managing editor or, or you? Certainly it's my doing. It's my money invested in the paper. It's my right to choose my employee. Let me stay. Oh, what are you going to do? Start playing hearts and flowers? Please. Once and for all, get out of here. This is a business institution. You've been paid for services rendered. Now get out of here and stop acting like a fool. All right, Mr. Briggs. All right. Hmm. Yes, Mr. Bridge. Go ahead with the rest of them. Get them up here one at a time. Yes, Mr. Bridge. Every man in the organization over 50, understand? Yes, Mr. Bridge. Do you want me to include... What? Miss Ronson. Miss Ronson, what's the matter? Answer me. Crazy little fool screaming like that. Answer me. All right, I'll come out there and see what's the matter. Look here, Miss Ronson. Didn't you hear me? What was the idea of... Miss Ronson, what's the matter with you? The window. Look. Window? What about the window? That, that old man. Mr. Robert. Well. He just jumped out. Ladies and gentlemen, a man is dead. And before this death leads to the other terrors that lie ahead in this strange story, suppose we pause for a moment, relax, and take time out for a deep breath in the midst of our lights-out story. Let's take time to eavesdrop on two young girls. One of them is very unhappy. <laughs> lights out. The publisher and his chauffeur are driving along a country road. taking this road? Well, I don't quite know. What do you mean you don't know? What are you talking about? Well, I mean it's a, it's a shortcut mm. here. No, why didn't you say so in the first place? Sorry, sir. Jenkins. Yes, sir. How soon do you think we'll get to Hartville? About midnight, sir. Well, that wife of mine, she thinks of the blameless time, Mr. Jenkins. Jenkins, what are we slowing up for? I I don't know, sir. The engine... Well, of all the infernal times and places. Jenkins, what's the idea? 
My idea is stop and search the, the engine. This is no time for cleverness. You car like this stalling, I never heard of such a thing. Get it started quickly. Yes, sir. Well, well. Something's wrong. Now, that's brilliant. Get out, get out, you fool, and fix it. Okay. What's that? I said yes, sir. Oh, the rattle brains. Well, well, what are you doing out there? Trying to find the trouble. Well, don't try to find it. No, I better go out and see myself what... Well, well, have you located the trouble? No, sir. What do you mean, no, sir? Do you know your business or don't you? don't seem to be getting any sparks as a stupid as those... And why doesn't the engine go? What do I pay you for? To stand around lonely roads in the middle of the night holding guessing games? Doing my... Don't you talk back to me. If this car started, you incompetent good for nothing or you're fired. you understand me? Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Where are you going? Second. Yeah, I was fired. It's just... Come back here. Come back here at once. Yeah, I'll come back. Long enough to tell you that if I could take about 20 years off you, I'd change your face plenty before walking out on you. Well, how dare you? Shove everybody else around. If you shove me around for the last time, I'm walking out on you, sourpuss. I'm walking out right now. Oh, you, you can't leave me here in the middle of nowhere. Can I? Well, I'm doing it. Now, Jenkins, you... Go along, dictator. Have a nice walk. Jenkins. <laughs> Jenkins, don't be a fool. Come back here. Jenkins, get this car started. Jenkins. Oh, all right. If you haven't heard the last of this, I'll fix you, you hoodlum. Leaving me like this, you'll regret it, Jenkins. Blasted dark. Thinks I'll walk my feet off, huh? Oh, no, I won't. Get in the car. Sit here until someone comes along. Infernal hoodlum. I beg your pardon. Could I be of assistance? What? I was walking along. I saw you were stalled here. Oh. Oh, well, uh, that's fine. Yes, you can help me. I'll pay you well, too. Will you? Certainly. Certainly. You know about cars? I will drive. Well, that's fine, but you'll have to get it started first. Something about the ignition. I don't know much about machinery, do you? If you will let me sit behind the steering wheel. Certainly, certainly, but fix the engine. If you will let me sit behind the steering wheel. I tell you, the engine... All right. You'll see for yourself the starter doesn't do any good. But... Start. Yeah. Infernal Jenkins, he stalled me here deliberately. We will go. He'll regret this night, believe you me. Yeah, nothing wrong with the car at all, was there? It runs well. Say, what's the idea of turning down this road? This isn't the way to... It's a short way. Huh? A much shorter way. You mean to Hartville? I assure you, a much shorter way. Oh, fine. <laughs> a pretty clever fella. Say, how would you like working as my chauffeur? I pay well, treat my help well. Did you hear me? Said, so how would you like the job working for me? I'll start you out at... So why do you keep your head turned? What? I turn the headlights off. Stop the car. The headlights are off. Stop the car. You can't drive in the dark. I know the road well. There's no dim out area. Someone might run into us. Stop the car. There is no time to wait. Yes, yes, I'll grant you I'm in a hurry, but if you think I'm going to jeopardize my life driving in the dark like this, you're crazy. Stop the car. Stop it. Well, it's more like it. Who's jeopardizing my life? Well, come on, get out. You can fix the light. Yeah. Everything happening at once, blasted automobile. Well, I stand there. Going to fix the light? There will be light enough soon. Huh? What are you talking about? The moon. The moon? In a moment. The moonlight. Moonlight? Who cares about moonlight? Fix the light and... What? You see. Cemetery. The cemetery. 
We went where the road led. What's the meaning of this? Come. Come? Come where? What are you up to? Why did you bring me to this infernal graveyard? Follow me. Follow you? Where? Among the tombstones? This way. Are you crazy? Get me out of here quickly. You will follow me. What are you up to? Your face. I have seen you before. This blasted half-light. I do know you, don't I? I ask you once more. Come with me. No, no, no. No, no violence. My, my money. It's in my inside pocket. Let me go, but no violence. With me. No, no, no. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. I can't stand pain. I'll go with you. I'll go. This way. If you think there's any profit in kidnapping me, let me tell you you're mistaken. Here. Take my wallet and show me the way out of here and we'll, we'll forget about the whole thing. This way. No, 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 no. Don't make me walk too fast. I'm not used to walking. It isn't good for me to walk so fast. Now, listen, man, you've got to tell me. Where are you taking me? Where is there to go in the cemetery? I, I don't like it. I tell you, I don't. If this is your idea of a joke, I tell you, I don't like it. The tombstone shining so white, the... Like hands stuck up out of the ground. No, I won't go any further. I don't care what you do. I won't go any... The moonlight's gone. Fellow. Fellow, where are you? It's gotten so dark. Don't leave me here. There's infernal graves and tombstones. Answer me. Where are you? All right. On my way up myself. So infernally dark, I can't see an inch in front of me. The doorknob. The door here. What? Yeah. But how? What steps going down? I wonder what. Door! Let me out. I'm here. Uh, what? Oh, I heard you. You down there? I am here. Tell me, is that the way out? The way out. Oh. Wait for me. Wait for me. So infernally dark. Just get me out of here. Get me back to my car. Any place but out of this infernal cemetery. I'll pay you well anything you want. Oh. There you are. What is this place? Where am I? Well, don't stand there in the shadows. Talk up. Where am I? Look about you. Infernal candlelight. What can I see? You said this was the way out. Well, lead the way. Take up the candle. All right. All right. Look at the wall alongside of you. Hold the candle high. <gasps> what is this place? You see? Coffins. The mausoleum of the family of Briggs. Your family. No. Look closely. The brass plate on that one. Jeremiah Bridge. Born 1802, died 1858. My grandfather. You never were here before, were you? Huh? Oh, no, no, of course not. I I can't stand funerals and such things. Why am I here now? They lived there years. The men of the family called Bridge. They lived their years like robber barons. Hmm? And then they died, and here in darkness rots their bones. What are you talking about? Who are you? Why did you bring me here? I tried to rest, yet found no rest, as long as you were living. Who are you? 
As long as you have lived. Answer me. Who are you? Take your arm away from your face and let me see. Roberts. Yes. I tried to rest. But the thought of all the men, my friends, whose hearts you'd break as you broke mine, that thought kept tearing at the dead bones of me until I thrust up out of the grave and came back for Robert, you. Robert, your face. My coffin was a poor one. Worms and maggots worked quick. No. The dead are dead, they told me. Stay back. The dead can't walk, they told me. No closer. The dead can't talk, they told me. Stay back. And yet I walk, I talk. Back. When you took away my work, you took away my life. Back. All the years I lived, I was what they call a good man. Asking so little. A place to sleep. My work to do. No, 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 stop. I can't bear to look at you. When you took my work and with it my life, my goodness and kindness went too. In the grave, I learned the will to kill. No, no, not me. You hear me? Kill. But and you, the one to be. No, 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 not me, not me, not me. You can't tell me. Here in the place where all of your breed lie rotting, this is the place for you. Now, stay back. I can't go any further the wall. There's hate in me now. Hate. That wants to tear the eyes that saw only profit from noise. Oh, please, no, I beg of you. Hate that wants to rip that passive physical tongue from out your head. Please, not me. Hate that wants to rip the skin from off your flesh. No, stop. Dead can't kill the living. Hate can kill in life or death. No, I'll get away from you. I will. I will. Dark again. Roberts. Roberts, where are you? I can't see. Then where? Gone. Hide. I'll hide till morning. What? Box. Coffin. Empty coffin on the floor. Yes, hide in it. Climb in. Put the lid down. <laughs> yes? Never get me in here. Ghosts can't move material things. Never get me. Wait until morning. Get away then. Never happened anyway. Hallucination. Man jumped out of the window. How could he live again? Air. I think air's getting bad. Open the lid and see if he's gone. Can't fuck it. He's hitting on it. Robert, he's holding it tight. Get off. Get off. The air, I'll suffocate. Get off. Robert, get off. Say, Miss Ransom. Yes? Uh, where's Mr. Bridge? Something's come up about the groove in the contract. Said he'd have the paper signed. Just a minute. Mr. Bridge hasn't come in yet this morning. Morning? Well, it's almost noon. I know it is, but he isn't here. Had about a dozen appointments, but he just isn't here. Perhaps you left it on his desk. You'd better not disturb his paper. Oh, I won't, I won't. Miss Watson, come here, quick. What is it? What's the matter? Look. The proof sheet. What a night's paper. Where did it come from? Why, I don't know. It, it wasn't there when I came in this morning. Look at it. Look at it. 
All right. Right. All right. Soup. J. Rogers Bridge, publisher of the Daily Express, committed suicide last night in his family mausoleum in the Rosewood Cemetery. Oh, no. And look. Look at the signature. Signed, Roberts. Roberts. But he's the old man who who jumped out of the window. Wait. Look. Message. Printed on... Oh, no. Printed on what? Tell me. On a piece of human skin. supernatural powers, but I never expected to meet one who would return from the grave to make his last deadline. Oh, you joker, mate. Oh, by the way, that brings up something I've been meaning to ask you. What's that, Frank? Do you think that under some circumstances a person might return from the dead? Frank, I do have an idea about that, but I'm going to suggest that we put it with the unfinished business to be taken up in the near future. I think that's the first time I've heard someone put the opportunity for resurrection in the too-hard basket. Because after you say a word... And I say a word? I've got something very important I'd like to say to our listeners. What's that, Uncle Obler? Iron Eyes. Of course. And look for the big letters I-Y on the package and on each tablet. I-Y-nized? Now, Arch Obler with a serious message for every American. Well, lucky for me. Ladies and gentlemen, a few weeks ago on another network, I started a game. Perhaps you heard about it. It's called They're Here for Me. It's a very simple game. You sit where you are and you think, the Japs, the Nazis, they're here for me. Oh, God. I do not like where this is going. My sense of sense is tingling. Not for someone in the newspaper or someone in a town halfway across the world or someone I don't even know in this neighborhood or even for my neighbor next door. But for me. For me. Yeah. A smirking little Jap is standing at the door. He's there for you, not in the headlines, not just in an idea, but actually there for you. It can't happen, you know. Three million dead in Europe attest to that fact. Now, even if the words uh, such as duty to one's fellow man and patriotism and a better world to come and all that sort of thing uh, may not mean much to you, out of self-interest, these words should. They're here for me. Think about that Jap or that Nazi waiting for you. And then remember that every war-saving stamp and every war bond that you buy is a bullet or a bomb or a tank or an airplane between you personally and the horror of a Jap-Nazi world. Every bond that you buy, another bullet or another bomb or another tank or another airplane between you personally and the horror of a Jap-Nazi world. Tell your employer to start taking that 10% out of your pay starting right now. Well, I'm speechless. Lights Out will come to you again next Tuesday at this same time. Be sure to listen to Arch Obler's chilling story of Knock at the Door. And if you need more vitamin B and iron, be sure to try Ironized Yeast. The one and only Ironized Yeast. With the big letters IY on the package and on each tablet. It is...
later than you think. Ever hear of a substitute for new clothes? You may want one someday now that many clothing materials are becoming harder to get. So take care of your present clothes and let Energene Cleaning Fluid help you do it. Energene removes little grease spots that are the favorite feeding place of moths. Grease spots that make your clothes look worn, run down, old before their time. And Energene removes those grease spots easily. Simple directions are right on the Energene container. Get some tomorrow and start getting more satisfactory wear from your clothes by keeping them free of grease spots with Energene Cleaning Fluid. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. Well, this definitely was a strange and memorable episode. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope the last part didn't offend anyone. Just a product of the time. Have a fantastic weekend. And make sure you stock up on IYNized yeast.